0: Hello, everyone. Welcome into episode number 36 of the Building Up Podcast. I am David. Thank you guys for being with us. And on this episode, we get to talk about something that I have always been very passionate about in pastoral ministry, and that is the importance of a believer sharing their story. Now, I don't know uh, what you think about when I say those words, uh, but all of us have a story of what God is doing in our lives as a Christian. We have a story of redemption, of how God has saved us from sin. Uh, That is the greatest miracle that you will ever be a part of. Even if you were able to see countless numbers of people healed from physical disease, You would never be a part of something more miraculous than God taking you from spiritual death to spiritual life. And you have a story of how God did that, of the people and the circumstances that He used to bring you to faith in Him. You also have a story about how God is changing you, about how God is molding how you think and how you feel about life in the world You have a story about what the Bible calls sanctification as you are growing and maturing in your faith. And you also have a story, more than likely, of how God has healed you from sin, from the power of sin, from hurts that came from sin, either yours or someone else's. And all of this makes up your story. And God intends for you to tell that story not to make much of yourself, to glorify Him certainly, but also He intends for you to tell that story in order to help other people. And so I want you to see this in scripture. if you have a Bible or a Bible app, please go to 2 Corinthians chapter one, and we're gonna look at verses three through five. Let's read this together. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies, listen to this, and God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our affliction, so that we may be able to comfort those who are in any affliction with the comfort with which we ourselves are comforted by God. For as we share abundantly in Christ's sufferings, so through Christ we share abundantly in comfort too. Comfort here... Uh, is a word that means a cheering or supporting influence. To be comforted means that there is a person or an entity who is affecting your life with joy, with support, with help, with strength, with exhortation to keep you going. And this comfort and context is happening in the midst of suffering, in the midst of difficulties and afflictions and trials, We need, in the midst of hard times, comfort. And so what the Bible teaches us in 2 Corinthians chapter 1, the most important part, the most important lesson in these verses is that God directly and personally comforts His people in their sufferings. It doesn't matter if it is a momentary, small affliction in the middle of your day or if it is a season of suffering as you go through a hard trial, God directly and personally comforts His people. That's what Paul is telling the church in Corinth. He is the God of all comfort. I love that phrase, the God of all comfort, who comforts us. And when we know that when we... Um, share in the sufferings of Christ when we suffer as Christ did we also share in the comfort that Christ received God is the God of all comfort he comforts his people this is in the Old Testament as well for example Isaiah 51 12 says God is speaking to the prophet Isaiah and he says I I am he who comforts you my people I'm the one who comforts you. And he goes on to tell them, why are you afraid of man when I care for you? I take care of you. I am your maker who stretched out the heavens. I am your comforter. And we see this same principle in the New Testament as well. For example, John 14, 16, Jesus talks to his disciples and he's telling them, that He's going to be returning to His Father, but He comforts them with that in that news by telling them that He is going to ask the Father and He will give them another helper to be with them forever. Jesus tells them that I will not be here with you in physical form, but the influence or the presence of the Holy Spirit will compensate for me not being here in physical form. As a matter of fact, somewhere else in the Gospels, Jesus tells them, it's actually better for you that I go away because I'm sending the Spirit of God, the Helper, the Comforter. And we see this comfort, That we see the early church walking in the comfort of God in the midst of affliction and trials and in a passage we talked about on this podcast a couple of weeks ago acts 931 the bible says the early church walked in the fear of the lord and the comfort of the Holy Spirit, that same word that we find in Corinthians of what God does for us directly. The early church was walking in that comfort from the Helper, the Holy Spirit, who was with them. And the Bible says the church in the comfort of the Holy Spirit multiplied. It grew. It matured. It was built up. And so God directly and personally comforts His people, especially in the midst of their affliction, their trials, their sufferings. But that's not all this passage tells us. As glorious as that is, as great as that is, 2 Corinthians 1 tells us something else. That God is the God of all comfort. In verse 4, He says, "...who comforts us in all of our affliction, so that..." all right That little phrase, "...so that," means that Paul is about to tell us one of the reasons that God does this. Why does God comfort His people in the midst of their sufferings? He does it so that His people may be able to comfort those who are in any affliction. So God attends to the needs of His people that His people might learn how to attend to the needs of others. And that comfort that we are to give other people is to be of the same kind and the same type that God has given us. And that's what Paul goes on to say, that we he does this so that we may be able to comfort those who are in any affliction with the comfort with which we ourselves are comforted by God. I think that means with the same comfort, the same type of comfort that God has given us, we are now able to give others. When you are suffering when people are suffering, that there's a general type of affliction that happens, right? There's a general pain, um, fear, worry, all those emotions uh, that come in, grief, that go along with suffering. But also, we know we're afflicted with various trials. And, And as afflictions vary, the impact on our life varies as well. Therefore, I think when God comforts us, when God influences our lives by supporting us and giving us joy and strength and exhortation in the middle of our trials, I think that comfort He gives is very specific to the trial that we're going through. He knows the medicine we need. He knows exactly what we need in any moment based on what we are dealing with. And then He says, That's the type of comfort, the same type of comfort that we will give to other people. We will know how to give the type of comfort that will fit their affliction. And one of the ways that we will know that is because I think we will find over time that God puts people in our lives who are dealing with some of the same things that we have personally dealt with. And part of the reason that God does that is because He wants us to share our story and give them the comfort that we've experienced from God Himself. Who is more prepared to attend to the needs of someone suffering rejection than a believer who has felt the sting of rejection and experienced God's comfort in the midst of it? Who is better prepared to attend to the needs of someone suffering from the effects of abuse than a believer who has suffered abuse yet was comforted by God in the midst of it or afterwards. Who's better to attend to the needs of someone suffering from depression or addiction or the death of a loved one than a believer who has experienced the personal and direct comfort of God in the midst of their circumstances and in the aftermath of their circumstances? God prepares His people. He comforts us in our affliction so that we might be able to comfort others in their affliction, the same types of afflictions, with the same comfort that God has given us. And the key is, again, as I said earlier, it's not to make much of ourselves. It is to help other people and to make much of God. When we comfort others, with the same comfort that God has given us. When we tell people what God has done for us, when we tell people where we've been and what we've done and what happened to us and how God has stepped in and how God has intervened and how God has brought healing and help and strength in the midst of that, or to help us get over it in the aftermath, when we share that story, it points people back to Christ. It points people back to the one who suffered on our behalf who was comforted by God in his sufferings. It points people back to Jesus. And they will learn how to receive their own direct and personal comfort from the Lord because they will see that in us and experience it through us as God uses His Spirit to help us to minister to the needs of other people. I hope it is exciting, the thought of just being able to participate in this work, you know, there, there are so many times that I've, I've counseled with someone pastorally and sometimes I can really relate to what they're hap- is going on and sometimes I can't relate to what's happening in their lives. And God gives grace to us to be able to share the general comfort that He gives and the Scripture of His Word and the power of His Spirit. But I've also seen amazing things happen when another believer who's experienced the same hurts and problems as someone else when they step in and they're willing to share their story. So let's end with three exhortations, knowing that the power of sharing our story, one, all of us should seek God's comfort. He is the God of all comfort. Whatever you're dealing with, whatever you're going through, whatever affliction, whatever trial, big or small, temporary or permanent, God is the God of all comfort. So run to Him and seek that comfort that He offers. He loves you. Seek that comfort through Jesus. Secondly, let people help. Let people in. Let people know what's going on. Uh, it's, It's difficult sometimes to be transparent and let people know the trials that we're facing, but be willing to do that because God intends for you to receive comfort from His people in the community that he has placed you into. So let people help you in the midst of trials and difficulties and sufferings and afflictions. And then finally, number three, don't hide your story. Sometimes we don't like to talk about our hurts. We don't like to talk about what we've been through. We don't like to talk about the pain. Uh, and sometimes it's embarrassing. Sometimes it's just hard to relive. And and and. God knows that, but He has designed the comfort that He has given you, the power that He has given you, the rescue that He has given you, He's designed that to point to Him, to glorify Him, but also to help others. You can be an influence in the lives of others. Look around you. I promise you, if you are willing, God will put people in your life who need to hear your story. And, and let me tell you this, it doesn't have to be a complete story. You may still be dealing with and walking through these issues and these problems, but you can share with people what God has done with you so far and the grace He's given you so far, and you can be assured that that's what they need to hear at that moment. So I hope this will motivate us to think about what all God has done in our lives and to be willing to share that. I'd love to hear from you. If you have some comments about today's podcast in the outro, in just a moment you'll hear an email address. So uh, please uh, use that to send any questions, comments that you have about today's podcast. If you think this would be helpful to somebody, please share it with them. We would love for you to pass this along if you think uh, that would be beneficial. But thank you for joining us. Until next time, church, let's keep relying on Jesus together. Be willing to share our stories. Grace and peace to your family. Thank you for listening to the Building Up podcast. If you have a question about today's episode or if you would like to suggest a topic for the future, please email us at buildingup@agapepenson.com. To subscribe to this podcast, simply search for Building Up from Agape Church in your favorite podcast app. Or you can watch the video format by visiting us online at agapepenson.com.